On today's show, more and more car buyers are getting turned down for credit. Australia approves part of the wireless spectrum for connected cars, and the Sierra Club lectures car companies and dealers on how to sell electric cars. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. More and more people are applying for credit to lease a new car in the U.S. market, but fewer and fewer of them are getting approved. That's a report from the website Swapalease.com, which allows car owners to swap leases with each other. It says that 58% of applicants were approved for a lease last month, but a year ago, that number was over 84%. In fact, Swapalease says that the approval rate has been dropping almost all year long. And when you combine this information with our report last week that sales of heavy trucks are dropping fast, we're getting more and more danger signals that the seven-year-long sales expansion is at its peak. We've reported about the war over the 5.9 gigahertz Wi-Fi spectrum between automakers and telecommunications companies in the U.S. Automakers want it for V2V connectivity, while the telcos want it to offer more internet access. V2V could make it almost impossible for cars to crash into each other. The telcos will just allow us to stream movies more easily in our cars. Now, Ward's Auto reports that Australia is reserving that 5.9 spectrum for V2V. Hopefully, this will help the lobbying efforts in the U.S. to do the same thing. But so far, automakers in the U.S. look like they're losing the battle. The telcos have a better lobbying effort. Hey, Americans don't want compact cars, right? And they don't buy hatchbacks either, right? Well, tell that to Honda, which doesn't seem to have a problem selling those kinds of cars. And that is coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Compact sedans and hatchbacks don't sell very well in the U.S., but sales of the Civic are up strong, and now the automaker is getting ready to intro the hatchback version. Styling of the car comes more in line with the Civic Coupe, especially at the rear end. All trim levels get a turbocharged 1.5-liter engine, which can be mated to either a CVT or a six-speed manual transmission. Most versions are available with Honda's suite of driver assistance and safety technology, as well as Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. And the hatchback will serve as the basis for the sporty Type R version coming out later. The Civic hatchback is built exclusively at Honda's plant in the UK, which helps show how flexible the automaker's manufacturing footprint is. But we're going to have to keep an eye on whether or not the Brexit messes up its manufacturing plans. That hatchback, by the way, will arrive in North America later this fall. Sales of electric cars only account for three-tenths of one percent of the total U.S. market, and the Sierra Club says it thinks it knows why. It says most car companies and dealers do a terrible job of marketing and selling them. It says dealers need more EVs in inventory, they need to display them more prominently, and they need to advertise more about them. And they need to do a better job of training their salespeople to sell EVs, 
especially on the kinds of rebates and tax credits that buyers can get. There's a lot more suggestions they have that you can read by clicking on the link in the transcript to this story. The Sierra Club, by the way, ranks Tesla, BMW, Chevrolet, and Nissan as the best at selling EVs. It says that Mercedes, Porsche, Hyundai, and Volvo are the worst. You know, when members of the Chinese Politburo fall out of favor, they get airbrushed out of official photos. Now Tesla is kind of taking the same approach with its website. More on that right after this. At Bridgestone, our engineers want to help make sure you're not stuck on the side of the road. Our revolutionary drive guard tires are engineered to take a puncture and drive up to 50 miles. Ready to go. Watch the Olympic Archer demo at BridgestoneTire.com. GM, Ford, and Ram dominate the full-size pickup segment, and its customers are some of the most loyal in the business. So to try and get some of them to at least look at its truck, Nissan is now offering a five-year, 100,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty for the new Titan and Titan XD models. At the very least, this ought to get the Titan on a number of shopping lists. Nissan also announced the pricing for the gasoline Titan. A base Titan crew cab will start at just under $36,000, and that includes destination charges. But a top-of-the-line platinum crew cab 4x4 starts at $56,600. The XD version starts at $37,500 and runs all the way up to $58,000. Diesel prices will be announced later. Nissan also revealed the pricing of the new Armada. It starts at just over $45,000 and runs up to $61,000. The new Armada is on sale right now. Tesla is starting to backpedal a little bit in China. The automaker removed the words autopilot and self-driving from its website in the country. The move comes after a driver crashed while in autopilot mode. Tesla says that move has nothing to do with the crash. It says that it's been in the process of addressing any discrepancies across languages. The driver involved in that crash says he was misled by the Tesla sales staff who called it a self-driving car. With that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching. Join us again tomorrow for the latest news in the global automotive industry.